hi what's up welcome back to the killer sports pick podcast got your host here killer and my main man ground jordan what's up killer nothing much man you up (laughs) yeah i'm ready for uh take number two take number two yeah (laughs) sorry this podcast is out late because uh, we had some audio problems. I'm in Turks and Caicos again. <laughs> we got hacked by the Russians again. Oh, yeah. I remember the guy I met from uh, Turks and Caicos, and he told me his name was Jimmy Johnson. Yep. He he, uh, he must have uh, put a virus on your computer. <laughs> he did. He used my computer. He's one of the guys that did use it. So, so <laughs> did you hear this that? This is... Uh, Episode 47, Wild Card Weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a big weekend. Uh, You want to give a shout out to our sponsors? Do you hear the virus on my computer? A little bit. (laughs) I want to give a shout out to New England Fleece. Go check them out. Their website's northeastfleece.com. Check them out. Let them know that Killer and Ground Jordan sent you. They take care of you. They have... Uh, tons of lines everything's big um everything's going well this year for them and we're sending a lot of people to them and they're they're taking care of them so give them a shout also uh check out gray gear play forever what's your play forever and follow us on twitter at kill a sport pick in addition we partnered with fanduel so you can visit our website and bookmark it, killasportpicks.com, and you can click through to sign up, make deposits, or regular entries, and it helps support the podcast. And when you get a chance, go over to Thrive Fantasy. Uh, let uh, Same thing, DM, direct message them on Twitter. Let them know that we sent you. I think they're giving a $15 bonus for a $10 sign-up. Those guys are good. I, won, uh, I got first-place basketball the other night, and... Uh, Tonight, um, today I'm doing a football. So you get a chance, go check them out and let them know that uh, Killer Sports Pick sent you. Nice, yeah. I'm in the uh, one of the football rooms today. It's either a five or ten dollar room, and I'm in there. So if anyone's listening, you may see me in one of those rooms. Nice, same, same here. I I believe I'm in the twenty five dollar, and I'm doing a five. Yes, I'm in a twenty five dollar. It's only 22 people in there right now, so quick way to win a 500 bucks. All right, so any uh, news you want to get into before we uh, break down these games? <laughs> yeah, a lot of coaches being fired. Uh, Todd Bowles, can you imagine like him being mad because he got fired? Like. He probably destroyed his room. Not like the guy doesn't get mad. It's a lot of coaches that were uh, fired. It's going to be a lot of higher ends. Um, you know, a- Antonio Brown didn't play last week because he was pissed at the team. There's a lot going on, huh? Yeah, Pittsburgh's uh, about to go down the drain. They're losing all their stars. Ben Roethlisberger's getting old. Uh, they're they're going to have to restructure there in Pittsburgh soon. Yes, it's uh May I please have your attention. The store will be closing in five minutes. <laughs> this store is closing in five minutes. It's yeah, you know, it just a lot of um 
personalities in that locker room. And it's just, it's just such a distraction. They had, you know, everyone picked them top five, maybe even playing in the AFC Championship against the Pats, but it doesn't look like it's going to be happening. No, it's definitely not happening. No, it's they definitely didn't not happening. The playoffs. Bingo! So, but, uh. <laughs> yeah, that mission fails. So, but uh, we're pressed for time. So, let, you want to hop right into the playoffs for today? Yeah, so we'll give our lineups at the end. We've got a Saturday only, a Sunday only, and then a combined Saturday, Sunday uh, fan duel lineup for the football games. But we'll go through and break down the games a little bit before we do that. So, the first game. Um, up in chronological order this weekend is Colts at Texans. Nice. And uh, Texans are getting one point at home. And uh, the on covers, Indy has a 51% people voting for them and 49% voting for Houston. So it's almost an even split. Yeah, this is going to be a good game. It's going to be a great game. Um, everywhere you look, you hear... Indy is the hottest team coming into the playoffs, Indy and the Bears. And, you know, they to both games they played this year decided was uh, decided in three points on both sides. So it's it's going to be a tight game. You know, um, Indy just beat just beat the uh, Texans back on December 9th. And then in October, I mean, the, September. The Texans beat them by three, but I just think that um, Indy just has a, they have a lot of weapons that, like, you never heard of, and they're going to come out and play. Yeah, I mean, the the Texans, they started 0-3 and and then won their division, which it says a lot. I mean, that's pretty rare in the NFL. Um, So the Texans, you know, they've proved themselves, you know, this season. However, I think that this game is decided by three points or less. I agree with you. And when you look at Indy, like with uh, T.Y. Hilton's not practicing, and then, you know, you have Chester Rogers, uh, Chester Rogers and Dontrell. And, and, like, they have a bunch of guys you haven't heard of, and they have, like, good running backs. You know, they use uh, Hines, they use Wilkins, and they use Mack. Mack had a good um, – Mack's been doing well, you know, over the last few games, he, he you know he was injured, but he came on and uh, I just in their defense is unbelievable. Like they shut the Cowboys down and forced the Cowboys to pass, and the Cowboys couldn't even pass when um you know the, the defense just totally blanketed the Cowboys. So I don't know. It's gonna be a good game. And uh, you know, on the other side, I think this this is gonna be you know a big contest between, you know, Clowney and Watt versus the Indy O-line. The Indy O-line has been really um, been really effective the second half of this season. So it's going to be, you know, their ability to, to block versus Clowney and Watt's ability to, to get to the quarterback. Yes, and you got Darius Leonard on the other side who leads the NFL in, in tackles. In Deshaun Watson's one of the most sacked quarterback. He, I think, he is at sixty-two, the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. So, <laughs> stay tuned. This is gonna be a good one. I, I like the Colts in this. That's my pick. 
You like the Colts. I like the Texans minus one. This is, I think, our only split yes. on the week here. Um, but it's it's very, very close. I think because so Watt, Watson rushed 99 times this season for 551 yards. Impressive. I think in order in order for them to win, he is going to need to to get some first downs and some conversions with his legs. I don't think he's going to be able to do it all through the air. No, and then I like um, one pickup I like. I know they have Hopkins. I like the kid Carter. That's um, He's playing a WR3. Two or three with them, I'm not sure, but <clears throat> this is a guy. The Eagles had him in the beginning of the year, and uh, this guy is pretty good. I don't know if Cote's playing, but uh, Carter's going to be out there, and um, you know he should get target targets. In a DFS standpoint, he's a guy that's going to be low owned. It's uh, not a lot of money, but uh, look out for him. And uh, with Kiki Cote. Uh, I know he's listed as like a game time decision and questionable, but he practiced three times this week fully. And given the, you know, this is a do or die game, I'm like 99% sure he's going to go. Yes. So should be a good game. So, yeah, we're split on that one. But the next one, we got uh, Seattle at Dallas is at 8.15 tonight. Um in this one, Dallas is getting two points at home, which is very surprising to me. Uh, I actually probably would have put this the other way. I would have done Seattle minus two. Um, but Dallas is 7-1 and one at home in 2018, which is you know pretty impressive for, for a Dallas team. <laughs> so I think that may have something to do with them, uh, with Seattle getting two points in this one. Yes, and you know, back in uh was it week week three they played? Yeah, week three Dallas lost at Seattle uh twenty four to thirteen. And it was um it was a running show. Carson did Carson had, you know, over a hundred yards. Ezekiel Elliott had over a hundred yards. Dak Prescott threw two interceptions that game and Russell Wilson had an unbelievable game. He, you know, he had a couple of touchdown passes, and I think he ran one. Um, I think he ran one in. I'm not sure. But um, this is going to be a, a great game. This is going to be like, you know, everyone likes to compare games like this to old heavyweight boxing matches, and that's what you're going to see. Um, last we talked about it on our podcast that never aired, but I didn't understand why the Cowboys played Dak last week in um with the game that didn't matter you know they have was the guy rush the quarterback caution rush or something the backup I think you said it was uh Cooper Rush Cooper or? Rush yeah we liked his name remember yeah cool name yeah but it's like why why do that you know but is it momentum for this game I don't know but I just think that you're playing uh great Seattle defense that you know they're going to come after Dak. Dak's been sacked. I think Russell Wilson's right behind him. I think Dak's in the 50s and Russell Wilson's in both in the 50s uh 50 times, but um I don't know this this is going to be a great game. The thing I like with Seattle is they have like all their rushes are like 
thousand yard rushes this year, which is very rare. But they um they're all in the uh you know, leading Russia you know, like their team leads the league in uh rushing. But, you know, you have all these thousand yard run, running backs and I don't know, it makes for a good game. Yeah, and Dallas is uh they've been, you know, very up and down, so they have some some really good wins on their record this year. You know, they beat the Eagles twice and they beat the Saints. So, you know, those are those are some good wins. However, they've only scored over 30 points twice the entire season. Yes. And that that's not that's not good for when you're pushing into the playoffs. No, and with the Seattle team, like we look at Wilson, he's thrown 35 touchdown passes here, which is high for him. So they can do both. They can run and they can pass. So if they spread you out and it, it you know, the game the game goes into like, you know, um the fourth quarter and they're scoring back and forth and you guys only scored thirty points twice this year. It might be an uncomfortable game where, you know, you might not find yourself scoring points. So I think whoever and and I go back to the quote from Mike Tyson Everyone has a plan until you get punched in the the face. And I think that's what happens here. Like, who, whatever team comes out and their defense is playing hard and they stake their claim and, you know, they, they run the ball down the other team's throat, I think whoever starts off hardest in this game wins. So I think I think we're in agreement uh, with Seattle plus two on this one, right? Yes, I agree with that. And to be honest, I think Seattle – they don't even need the two. I think they went out right here. Um, but, yeah, but we're, we're in saying, agreement on that one. Remember, Ezekiel Elliott better eat before the game. <laughs> he oh, yeah, fed. that's that's right. On the last one, we talked a lot about him feeding his helmet. Yeah, he's like, make sure you eat, man, because it's tough to plan an empty stomach. You're always asking for food, and it's too late during the game. <laughs> Yeah, he's got to get sponsored by the Campbell's Chunky Noodles. <laughs> yes, like someone, oh, somebody just has to feed him, man. It's like I don't know. What do you? Is that oatmeal or soup he wants? It all. It looks a lot like he's eating, uh, you know, some kind of cereal, soup, or oatmeal. <laughs> Based yeah, on but, how he's doing his. Yeah, he needs to his take hand shots. movements. Yeah, because yeah, you got to eat, man. But also, he's got to make quite a mess. I don't know if he wears a bib or like puts a bunch of napkins on his lap because he does it really fast. That's going to make a huge mess. Yeah, he yeah, it's definitely. I think Mr. T has something. What, what did you say about? What does Ezekiel Elliott say at halftime? Hurry up with his pizza. <laughs> so the next game on uh, the first one on Sunday at uh, it's at one o five is Chargers at Baltimore, and uh, Chargers are getting three points at Baltimore. Wow. What a game this is going to be. Um, Baltimore came out a few weeks ago and showed the Chargers what they're all about. The thing I love about this game is with Lamar Jackson, he's not one-dimensional. Everyone talks about his running ability and the Ravens. Running. He can throw the ball too, but they don't need to throw the ball. Like, the, they're gaining 200-plus rushing yards a week since he's been a quarterback. Poor Flacco's, like, wishing he gets hurt, you know. He's probably giving the other team his signs. But 
He's um, <laughs> he can throw the ball too. And yeah, that- we haven't really seen much of it yet. Um, I think Baltimore is going to go heavy on the run early, and I think that will open up some shots later on in the game if they need to to go over the top to John Brown. Um, that's really Crab their tree. deep threat. Crabtree is more of a possession receiver, but he's a big red zone threat. Yes, he is. But I watched them. Um, I've been watching them a few weeks now, and I just love what they do. They're great at what they do. They just run the ball. They don't do anything fancy. Like they bring in Dixon, they run the ball, and then Gus Edwards or Gus Edwards and Dixon's in the game, and they're running the ball, and they have that um, tight end uh, Andrews, who is. Uh, Unbelievable, great hands, great route runner. So they have a lot of weapons. Then they have that great defense that's ranked. They're ranked one in every category, and it's just scary playing them. It's they're a scary team because if they get up, they're gonna run the ball and and milk the clock, and it you know their defense is gonna come out and they're gonna hold the lead. Yeah, so their defense in LA held the Chargers to 10 points, uh, which says a lot. And now playing at home, I think that they're going to give Phillip Rivers a lot of fits on uh, on Sunday. Yes, but we talked about, too, was the <coughs> excuse me, the ability to uh, the experience. And in the experience category, I know the Chargers have choked, but their team has been there. When you look around the locker room, with Baltimore, it's like they don't have a lot of experience, especially on offside, offensive side of the ball, where the Chargers have the experience coming into the big game. There's a lot of mental preparation coming into a playoff game, and I think that's where the the Chargers kind of edge a little bit. But Harbaugh's a great coach, and I'm sure I prepare his team. But the experience to me in a playoff is huge. I think on the defensive side, Baltimore is prepared for this game. It's the offensive side where the questions are with Baltimore. In terms of experience, I agree. But if you keep doing what you've been doing for weeks with Lamar Jackson, running the ball, and Lamar Jackson not trying to overdo it, you know, get his yards and and go down and get your yards and go out of bounds and not trying to overdo overdo it in one play, I I, I see – I see them winning again. What did they win? Uh, twenty-two to ten last time, right? Yes, twenty-two to ten, and uh, I think we're in agreement. We both like Baltimore minus three. Yes. So the uh, the last game on Sunday um, Sunday afternoon is going to be Philly at Chicago, and Philly is getting six and a half points. Uh. We're too serious, man. We don't have any. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> we don't have any uh, sounds going on, man. We gotta. We gotta be us, man. <laughs> so, uh, the Long brothers are playing against each other, and that's pre- pretty cool. You know, imagine being a dad and both of your kids are in the NFL. That must be cool. Again, I I love. Uh, I know Foles is a little banged up, um, but uh, you know, we talk a lot about the Chicago defense, and I think that's what's carrying them. Trubisky's okay. Offensively, Jordan Howard's starting to come on. Cohen's more, you know, like pass out of the backfield guy. And I like 
I like Philly in this game. I think Nick Foles to Aguilar is, you know, a great, great thing to watch. And he has Alshon Jeffries, and they added, uh, you know, they got Zach Hurts. They got Godart, the other tight end, and then they um, they got gold. They have Golden Tate. So weapon-wise, I think Philly has it, and uh, it's going to be a good game. So, you know, Philly... They have some bad losses, and then they have, like, a really good win. So they lost twice to the Cowboys. They lost to the Bucks and the Panthers. However, you know, they have a win at the Rams. You know, yes. so it shows, like, it shows their range there. But some of those losses are, um, you know, not with Nick Foles. Um, so some crazy facts about Nick Foles. Since 2013... Nick Foles has the highest QBR and highest completion percentage among any quarterback who's made four playoff starts. And then just for this season, since taking over week 15, he's first in the league in completion percentage and pass yards. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Nick Foles shows up in the playoffs and, you know, when, when he has to show up. Yes. And that's the thing, the experience, that's the experience that I was talking about and the, like a team like the Patriots have the experience and, you know, Nick Foles has the experience and he, he's in that locker room with the team and he knows how to prep for a game like tomorrow. And that's on the other side, a Chicago team who, yeah, they had a great year. They beat some good teams. The defense is playing well, but did, like, do you know how to prep for this game? It happened to the Rams last year against Atlanta. Like the you know the Falcons were were a team that were used to going to the playoffs. The Rams the Rams weren't picked to go to the playoffs last year. The Falcons came in and they were prepped and they and they played and they won. And I just see something like that happening here. Like you know everybody's high on Chicago, but I just think that a, a Philly team's going to come out and use their weapons and and out outclass them tomorrow. Yeah, I don't think Chicago has the uh, the ability to outscore the Eagles. And I think the Eagles, you know, they're going to put up points in this. And, and I don't think Chicago's going to be able to keep up. No, not at all. All right, so <laughs> sounds like we're in agreement. Uh, Eagles plus six and a half. So um, I can give my uh, Saturday DFS lineup. Um Oh, you got a call? No, that was the game show ringer. We're too <laughs> serious today, man. I know. Aren't we like, Sir Jordan, I chose <laughs> to play Nick Foles at my quarterback. Like, <laughs> No, I'm not playing him. We need to be All more, right. you know? Are you ready for my Saturday lineup? Yeah, but we got to like get more like... Well, the audio is, it's pretty bad today, so that's, I apologize. All right. Let's hear your lineup so the audio gets better. So, uh, at QB, I'm going to take uh, Russell Wilson uh, playing at Dallas. At the uh, first running back spot, I'm going to take Chris Carson, who has been on an absolute tear over the last three weeks, um, scoring 19 or more. 
and getting at least 19 rushes uh, per game over the last four. So I think he's going to dominate the carries in this one. At the next running back spot, um, I think he's going to have, you know, He's not going to have a you know breakout day or anything, but you're limited in your options, you know, for these four for these two games. So I'm going to take Lamar Miller at 6400. Good pick. Um, hopefully he finds the end zone. I do not like Ezekiel Elliott in this game, so that's why I'm going with Lamar Miller because he's hungry. <laughs> yeah. At uh, the first wide receiver spot, I'm going to take Kiki Cote. Uh, he was quiet last game. But uh, the game before that, he had nine targets. I think his target share is going to go up because uh, Demarius Thomas is now out. So I, I think he'll show up big in this game. But we have At to watch out, wider... too, for the guy I was telling you about um, Cotter. They, they're starting to like him, too. But I like Cote. It was big on him in the offseason and good wide receiver. That is true. And the other thing, uh, check on Cote's status before the game. Make sure he's actually going to start if you're going to use him. Uh, the next wide receiver spot, I'm going to take Tyler Lockett. I know that Baldwin is getting you know the majority of the targets now, but I think that's in this game the Dallas defense is going to key in on Baldwin, and I think it's going to open up some one-on-one options for Lockett. Yeah, and hopefully he can get you know a big one over the top. At the next wide receiver spot, I'm going to take Amari Cooper. Um, he, I don't, I don't think Dallas is going to win this, but I think he's going to be relied on very heavily in this game. He's going to get a ton of targets, and uh, I think that's going to it's going to work into some fantasy production. And that was the difference last game. We didn't mention it, but Baldwin and Cooper did not play in that Week Three matchup. That is actually very true. There, there's more passing options available in this game now. At uh, at the tight end spot, I'm going to take Eric Ebron from Indy. Um, he gets a ton of targets, and I think he'll be heavily used by um, by Andrew Luck. And then in the flex spot, I'm going to take Marlon Mack. I'm using three of the you know four available running backs, starting running backs in this lineup. Um, Marlon Mack here at the flex spot. I like using him better than any of the uh, wide receivers with a comparable price. Mm-hmm. He's been getting a ton of volume, just like Chris Carson has. And then last at defense, I'm going to go with Seattle um, Seahawks Yo, at 4,800. Nice. I hate Carson, and I hate all of you. <laughs> That's a great way to. <laughs> you heard that, right? <laughs> Uh, um, I'm gonna. What's up? Do you have your uh, combined Saturday Sunday lineup? Yeah, this is. I'm gonna do a bunch of lineups, so you're gonna see me in the rooms. Uh, this is my Saturday Sunday lineup. I'm going with Nick Foles. I know he's going against the best defense, but uh, I think he's proved himself. You know, he, he you know, he went to, against uh, Houston defense. It was good. He had a 31, almost 32 fantasy points. He came back with Washington, and they called the dogs off, and he had 16. He actually left that game. Then I'm going to go with Dixon. Um, They used Dixon a lot. Last game he rushed. He had 12 rushing attempts. These guys are good. They love to run the ball. And you have to go with Carson against the Dallas D. I think Carson's going to – he's been coming on. He's been double-digit fantasy points for the last three weeks. Then I'm going to go with T.Y., Mr. No Practice. 
this guy, he's doing it. Island Iverson said once, practice? Who needs practice, right? And T.Y. <laughs> T- doesn't need it. I'm going to go with Baldwin. I think, he, yeah, again, he didn't play in the first game. I think he's going to be a huge factor in this game. Um, he's been coming on. He's been one of uh, Wes Wilson's favorite targets. Then I'm going to double stack my tight ends. I'm going to go with um, Jawin with Dallas, who I know was kind of a throwaway game, but this guy can catch and he can run. He had three touchdowns against uh, the Giants last week. Then I'm going to go with Zach Ertz. Um, I think he, he's going to have a huge game. I, You know, he's going to be one of the guys that are open. Again, we, we told you the targets they have. They have Alshon. They have Tate. They have uh, the downfield threat with Aguilar. So he's a guy that's going to be open. And I'm going to round it off again with that uh, indie, that tough Indies D. I think they're going to be sacking Watson. If Watson might get some runs here and there, but I believe Indy's going to have a few sacks. Oh, you like that? Whoa, whoa, whoa! You get a little, you get a little uh, the Rasta cam, right? Oh yeah. All right. So this time, are you gonna let me do my uh, Sunday lineup? Yeah. <laughs> do you have a Wednesday lineup? No, I don't have one today. But, uh, yeah, on the last one, you tried to pull me off the stage, right, when I'm about to give my Sunday lineup. Yeah. We're waiting. <laughs> I'm pulling it up right now. I'm also going to need you to come um, in. <laughs> so, at quarterback, I am – this is only for the Sunday. So, at quarterback, I'm going to go with Jackson uh, from Baltimore. Uh, I think he's going to do a lot on the ground this game. I like him to get, you know, the rushing yards and the rushing touchdowns. It really boosts up his numbers. At uh, running back in the first spot, I'm going to stick with Baltimore. I'm going to go with Gus Edwards. I think he's going to have a big day on the ground as well. I think they're going to try to dominate the time of possession and just run that ball. At the uh, next running back spot, I'm going to go with Cohen. Uh, I like him over Jordan Howard because I think the Eagles are going to be playing with the lead, and then when that happens, they're going to dump off some passes to Cohen to try to uh, try to move the ball. Is he your name, um, Jordan? <laughs> ground Jordan. Is what's that? that? Yeah, Ground Jordan. You should use Jordan Howard. Uh, not this week. Oh, all right. usually they run him a lot, like if they have the lead, but I don't think they're going to be playing with the lead this week. The at the uh, next wide receiver, or at the first wide receiver spot, I'm going to go with Mike Williams from the Chargers. I think that uh, Baltimore is going to do everything they can to take Keenan Allen out of it. Um, and then the next option is going to be Mike Williams, and he actually is a huge red zone threat this year for the Chargers. Um, next wide receiver spot, I'm going to go with Nelson Aguilar. He... Uh, He's had a really good chemistry uh, with Nick Foles. He's kind of come back to relevance since Nick Foles took over. There. That's his guy, so man. Gonna, yeah. And uh, next, I'm going to take Allen Robinson uh, from Chicago. I think he's going to get a ton of volume in this game um, because Chicago is going to be forced to throw, I think, to, to keep up uh, with Philly scoring. At tight end, I'm going to take Zach Ertz. Um, 
he also, you know, he's had some quiet games lately because there's more options on, like you talked about. There's so many weapons on that Philly offense. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the last three weeks he went three and then 29 and then three. So, you know, hopefully this is one of those games where, where he gets the volume again. And then in the flex, I'm going to take John Brown. You know, this guy, he's only 4,700, and he's kind of a boomer bust guy. But, you know, if they need to throw one over the top, you know, at some point in this game, he can get you like 14, 15 points on one play. So uh, I like to take a shot on him. So not to to cut you off, but um, when Flacco was quarterback, Flacco threw to him a lot. Now that they don't throw as much, he's not making as much noise. Uh, That's John Brown, but... When Flacco was in, he was a he was one of uh, Flacco's downfield targets. Yeah, so in the beginning of the season, you know, he was getting double digit targets um, in in some of the games, and you know, other ones like seven, eight targets, and he was putting up high teens even into the twenties. With Lamar Jackson coming in, he's moved down to kind of single digit numbers. But you know, I, I think they may go if they need the score. You know, or they they run it a bunch, and they need to catch uh, the Chargers off off guard. I could see them going for one over the top to him. He's their biggest downfield threat. In last, I'm going to take the uh, Baltimore defense playing nice. at home against the Chargers. Nice, and again, is you know they're good. I you know they they ranked one on everything, so. That's a good pick. This weekend's going to be a blast, man. I'm so excited. Yeah, these games are going to be a blast to watch. Um, I hope everybody, you know, gets these lineups in in time and, and does well. Are you going to do the cha-cha slide? Yeah. <laughs> in my living room for 12 minutes. Yeah, that's like the longest song ever, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea how long it was until I had to sit there and watch it. Yeah, and you were so pissed, like. I was like, just go out there and dance instead of being pissed. No, I wasn't mad. I was bewildered by how many people knew all the dance moves. Because they tell you. It's a song they're telling you what to do. They tell you to play, stomp your left foot, stomp your right foot. Like, how tough is that? Like, you, you don't follow directions. That's the problem. <laughs> so I want to give uh. a couple of, uh, before we slide out, I want to give some of my Thrive picks. I have Andrew Luck under 310. I just, I don't think he's going to pass 310 yards today at Houston. I have Dontro Inman catching the touchdown pass from him. This is one of his main receivers. And I have Russell Wilson not throwing an interception. And I have Clemson going to uh, beating Alabama on Monday. <laughs> you say, Jordan, let's get this podcast out. I couldn't hear you because of the audience. I said, what do you say? Let's get the podcast out and get our mojo working. Sounds good. Uh, again, everybody follow us on Twitter at KillASportPick and bookmark our website, KillASportPicks.com. And go over to Thrive Fantasy. Let them know we sent you. And Happy New Year. And more than anything, enjoy your weekend. Watch some football and... Make some money from us. All right, we're out of here. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.